This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals just like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. So I have two guests today. Ramon, we have two guests today. That's unusual. Can we handle that? I think we can. We're multitasking. We're recording in stereo. In so. the studio, we have the lovely, funniest man on planet Earth, Ronnie Ham. Say hi to the kids, Ronnie. Ronnie Ham. And then we have James Wheeler on the line. James, how are you? I'm great, Bob. Thanks to you. Where are you calling from, James? What town? Tampa, Florida. Sunny oh, Florida. it's lovely in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Now, I was in Florida trying to see a manatee. Do they have manatees where you live? We do. Okay. I don't know where they're hiding. They're big and fat, but you can't find them. I, I was looking for them. They said there was a season for them. Is that true? And this is the season right now. Tis the Oh, I, great. Here I am in Arizona. Now, uh, we when normally the, start when, the when podcast. The cold, they come close. So. Oh, yeah. So we normally start the podcast with the headlines of the day. You're familiar with that, aren't you, James? Yes. So uh, shall we start with the headlines of the day? Ramon? We shall indeed with the uh, drum roll. Here we go. Yep. Hey, Ronnie knows about this. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, you heard of that cover? Heard about it, yep. Amazon has its own clothing line. Did you know that now? I did not. Yeah. Which is weird because one of the best thing about shopping on Amazon is Ronnie not having to wear clothes. <laughs> <I'll shop. laughs> right? Ouch. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So uh, Ronnie and I have a similar story in life, don't we, Ronnie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I was younger, I liked to say that uh, I had breaks from having friends in high places. More accurately... I had friends who were high who liked to break into places. I think that's, <laughs> that's almost the that's same. Really, yeah, totally it's, different. it's just a nuance. Yeah, slightly, different. slightly different. So, James, what are we going to talk about? Let's talk about real estate just in case there's realtors tuning in. It's possible. It's possible. So tell, tell, tell well, me what's going on. So are you happy you're a fearless agent, James? I am. No, I'm more than happy. Really? Good. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's one of your podcasts where you say oh, he's selling the podcast on the podcast. I like that, <laughs> That's right. Ramon. But you, write A-B- that down. ABC baby, always be closing. <laughs> you mentioned why would you be worried about getting a no? Your problems don't even begin until you get a yes, and oh, that boy. is exactly where you help me. Kind of like dating, and we're going to be talking about that a little later bit of that, with Ronnie later. Ham. Yeah. Dating app specialist. Yep. Okay. Don't hold your breath. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of problems happen? Well, um, it was my first listing, and I went to the listing appointment on first New fearless Year's agent Eve. listing or first listing. Both. Both. How how long have you Both. been in real estate? I started in October. Okay. And loaded up on. Uh, webinars, uh, learning crap, the MLS, all of our company stuff, um, all of this other crappy 
coaching type stuff mm-hmm. that was teaching me how to do social media marketing, but not actually get business or mm-hmm. what to do if I got business, if I actually went on an appointment. Um, and it turns out most of it is all the same. They just focus on do a CMA, spend half your time talking about that and half your time talking about marketing and you'll be exactly the same as everyone else, but hopefully you'll get it. <laughs> That's right. And, um, so I got a call. I was actually out of town for the Christmas, New Year holiday. I was out of town visiting family, and I got too much detail a, on the story. That's yeah, what's going on. Here. Did you notice that, Ramon? Way too much <laughs> detail. We're more. never. We have to be off the air by Christmas. I just want to. Watch. I love it. Are you I it? do. Oh, oh, this is the interesting part. Okay, There's not keep many going. podcasts that we mentioned manatees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's right. Manatees. That was important. Stuff. And then it was nine. There's, uh, that's okay. The, All right. So the the listing appointment went perfectly um, using your presentation, using the fearless agent. Let's um, dwell on this part of the presentation. <laughs> and actually, a few minutes ago, I was thinking back to that listing presentation and even the part about the open houses where um, you tell them about open houses and then I didn't want to do one. And their house was way too stuffed with things. Um, I could barely walk through the front door. There was so much <laughs> right. stuff in the front room. I did not want an open house, and as soon as I brought up the topic, When you I walk in and you say, am I in the ride called It's a Small World? <laughs> this is kind of cluttering in here. Right. And I could tell when I started talking about open houses, everything you had said was flying through their minds, that everyone talks about an open house. They've had open houses before and other houses they own, but um, there was no way they wanted one of this one. And so mm-hmm. when I said I didn't, there was no way in the world I would do that if i was selling my own house um they loved it and they never asked about it they never asked about anything that's how it's done uh, <laughs> including the commission which was seven percent hello nice <laughs> beautiful the, the one thing that did come up was uh something that i you said you could have helped me. <laughs> Why you were not wearing pants. Let's not talk about that <laughs> on the <laughs> show. Detail. That's after the show. We'll talk yeah. about that. That's all. When He's not wearing pants. was filling out the seller's property disclosure, the wife started looking seasick, and she tugged on his arm, and they went off into the utility room, and they came back a couple minutes later, and the husband said that she wanted to put it off, and maybe they wouldn't mind signing the paperwork then, but... They really didn't want to do any showings or put it in the MLS until they had a week or two to declutter and get rid of stuff, all that sort of thing. Now the topic um, of the show has switched. Did you see how <laughs> yeah. how that happened, Ron? Yep. Because I'm a trained professional, not at this, but at some other things, <laughs> uh, we are switching the topic of the show to stupid conventions in the current real estate industry. See how I did that? Nice. Nice. That's beautifully executed. Nice. Swerved right into it. So yeah, so that's a that's a common thing <laughs> that never happened. Now, when I got my license back in the nineteen uh, fifties, uh, everybody uh, just listed the house. It was on the market tomorrow. People could see it the very next day. There was none of this. Hey, we're going to wait and have all these yeah. glamour shots, Fix photos done, yeah. and you know, drone flyovers and all this uh, malarkey. So, uh, so what happened? Oh, didn't you tell your your manager? Wasn't that the story that you had? Yes. Tell that story I, without uh, naming names. Okay. Uh, 
a she, person, air quotes, person in the office. Right. <laughs> so-called she mentor. Soon, because this is so commonplace now um, that I would be waiting several days for them to declutter and then schedule a professional photographer to go in. Mm-hmm. And instead, when I left that listing appointment, I walked across the street, snapped a photo on my phone, and that went in the MLS that night and was active, and we were off to the races. And how long did it take you to get it under contract? It was on market five days. Wow. The so while other people are still dis- cluttering, you're, you've got it sold. <laughs> right. Now, when you right. got it sold, uh, there's another convention, idiotic convention in the real estate industry that we're going to talk about, I think. Because we have talked about this before. Uh, mm-hmm. What was the other? Oh, what was the other thing that the manager was uh, telling you to do that I disagreed with? This is the part where the moral of the story is Bob's always right. Does you notice a common theme <laughs> yes. on, these, on these shows? Yeah, that's how it goes. Well, that everything. I mean, pricing. Um, what, what was the? It was uh, earnest money, wasn't it? Well, earnest. You do the earnest money different than everyone. No one does earnest money the way you do, and it's a beautiful thing. And it didn't hit me until I was actually in this one because years ago I was a mortgage broker. I used to be hounded by listing agents following up with me, um, grilling me on underwriting turn times, on how strong that buyer, that borrower was um, when we were closing. You know, it, it was a horrendous. He had a very sordid past. Did you hear that? He was a mortgage broker. <laughs> Huh? And I was assuming that I would now have to play that role in these people, in the buyers, um, with the buyer's mortgage. Broker. Don't say role in front and, of Ronnie's on a diet. Nice. <laughs> and then you said, you don't care. You've got non-refundable earnest money. And it, then it was like um, a, an epiphany. I, I really don't have to care, and neither do my sellers. Right. So here's the here's the way things were back in the 1920s when I got into real estate. I keep, I keep getting older. No, I know. You're like 120. I never exaggerate, though. That's a good thing. Yeah. So back in the day, you you it used to be that the the whole industry was on the seller side. It was let the buyer beware. There were no home inspections. You uh, every conventional loan, anything that wasn't FHA or, FHA or VA had non-refundable earnest money automatically. And when somebody backed out or didn't qualify for the loan, they immediately lost their earnest money. There were no, there was no discussion about it. And then the pendulum of consumerism swing too far, swung too far in the other direction. And swing is not, swing a, word. Is not a word. It's not a word, but I'm going to make it one. No. Watch. No. Watch how I use it later in the not movie word. called Swingers. Swing, that was different. swing town. <laughs> so... Uh, but it, it all of a sudden, every type of loan had non-refundable earnest money or had refundable earnest money. So I was thinking, what in the world is the purpose of earnest money if it's refundable? So the convention today or the typical way people do it is that everybody's expecting – everybody in the deal is expecting the buyer to get their earnest money back if they flake out except for the buyer and the seller. They don't expect that, but realtors are so dumb that they do. So uh, so here's the rule of thumb. I want everybody who's listening in and taking notes to write this down. There are no problems in real estate that large amounts of non-refundable earnest money will not fix. So what is a large amount? It's an amount large enough to protect the seller 
from taking their house off the market for whatever the close of escrow or closing time is. So if and my rule of thumb is 1% rounded up to the nearest thousand of the purchase price per 30 days. So in this case, your closing was in how many days? 30 days. So and your purchase price amount was how much? 305. So that's 4000. 3, okay. So <laughs> 3 or 4000 is fine. Yeah. Uh so when you think about it, if you made it 10,000 non-refundable, that could scare a normal buyer away. So it has to be enough to protect the seller, but not so much that it scares the buyer away. So if a buyer is scared away by non-refundable earnest money of $1, obviously they'd be a flake. Yeah, not a buyer. Not a buyer. If they were scared away by $30,000, a normal person, I think, would be scared <laughs> away by that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so somewhere between $1 and 30000 is enough that, to protect the seller and not scare the buyer. And in my mind, one per, if 1% of the sales price per 30 days of closing scares a buyer away, they were a flake to begin with. And so it's the flake detector. So your people were not scared away. Isn't that correct? Right. And thanks to your coaching, because I knew this myself, I was able to tell the buyer's agent because she had never done this. And she, she had told me, well, absolutely not. We're not going to do that. And then her people did agree to it. Just <laughs> goes to show you how wrong you can be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not easy. Yeah, that's funny. I remember one time and, I, I had a bet with a guy. The guy says, uh, uh, I have a listing. It's on a busy street. He says, he goes, uh, you're never going to, he writes me an offer and I counter at full price. So he, the agent, is also the buyer himself. So, oh no, he, he was representing a buyer. So he, he said, well, you're not going to sell this house on the busy street for full price. I said, how much do you want to bet? He goes, well, I'll bet you're not. I said, I'll bet you $1,000 that I am. He goes, Okay. I'll bet you $1,000 you're not. <laughs> so uh, his own buyer Still waiting for the thousand his bucks. own buyer said yes to the count. <laughs> I said, I'm going to waive the $1,000. <laughs> but it just goes to show you how wrong you can be. So, uh, so your seller's very happy? They are thrilled. In fact, um, they called me this morning asking if that – if the non-refundable deposit, if they can get their hands on it before closing. <laughs> no, 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 too soon. <laughs> Don't touch too anything. Soon. Jump in the gun. Don't touch. Look with your, look with your eyes, <laughs> not your hands. Yep. And the buyers signed our counter offer before the seller did, which was exactly the way you prescribed it. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that's and, another one. That's another fearless agent thing. So the, yep. the, uh, so here's a little here's a little thing we do in Fearless Agent. We negotiate everything verbally, not via in writing on a counteroffer. So here's why. So when you I had you when you, you you had them agreed everything verbally, then you wrote it up, then you sent it to the buyer agent unsigned by your seller, then the buyer signed it, then you send it back to the sell. Excuse me. And the reason to do it that way, by the way, I'm going to enjoy some coffee. Do you like do you have, do you, did you bring coffee? I, I, I finished oh my mine. I have to. Don't worry about it. Nothing like wow. fresh roast. You even had that sipping sound, too. Mm-hmm. 
So the uh, the idea of that is that you're going to say, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send them a counter offer, and if they don't, so if your seller signs it, and then you send it to the buyer agent, then they don't sign it. the The seller is uh, depressed. They go, oh. If you just send it to the buyer agent and they do sign it, the minute your seller signed it, it is binding, but it's only binding on your seller. So in this case, your people were waiving the inspection fee, wasn't that, or the inspection entirely right. and buying it as well, is. And that's partly also due to your verbiage. Um, He's sucking up to me no, full I time. Him, I love that. I never no, give me, give me a. Why don't you should try that, Ron? No. That was as clean as you can get, zero inspection period. Mm-hmm. And, and and I don't, but they offered that right off the bat, didn't they? Yeah, I didn't have to negotiate. Yeah, that. I don't normally counter inspections because if this buyer, I think, was a, a uh, uh, what do you call it, a savvy buyer. I, I forget the word I'm looking for. Experienced. Uh, experience. <laughs> he had some experience. Well, not a first-time buyer, so he didn't need to inspect the right. house. But um, – but but so his non-refundable earnest money is non-refundable on day one, immediately as yep. soon as they ink the deal. That's that's non-refundable. But here's the here's the quiz question for those of you tuning in. Here's a little quiz. Do you like to have the quiz? Yes. Okay. So we don't have a quiz bumper. What's the deal? Huh? Are we ever going to get a quiz bumper? No. No. Not in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ZZ Top Boy. Okay. So um, in it. A verbal offer, let's say I have two houses, they're both the same price, same offer, three fifty, okay, or three oh five in your case. So I have two offers on two different houses. One is in writing with a ten day inspection period, which would be normal, and one is verbal, uh, which is legally binding. Do 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 what would you say, James? The one in writing. Actually, they're equally legally binding on the buyer. Not at all legally binding, but for the first 10 days, the buyer can back out on either one. The seller is legally bound only on the one in writing. So for that reason, negotiate everything in in the order of importance, okay? So I'm going to do the order of importance for you. So by the way, if any of this stuff we talk about here, this is the shameless plug. Do we have time for a shameless plug? Oh, that we do. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. <laughs> See how that's done, Ronnie? Oh, nice. Okay. So by the way, if any of the stuff we talk about here makes sense to you and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, like James Wheeler used to be, and you're open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more, you can call me toll-free, day or night, anytime at 480-385-8810. That's my cell phone. And we'll just see if what you are trying to do in your real estate career and what we do here at Fearless Agent, if that would be a good fit. If it is, you will get rich. If it's not, we'll just admit that to each other, and I'm still happy to help you in any other way I can. And uh, if you can't afford coaching, but you wish you could, just go to fearlessagent.com. You can still call me, of course, but go to fearlessagent.com, watch our free webinar, which is just a recorded video. It's yes. not really a webinar. That's yeah. a scam we talk about. But it is free. It is free. That yeah. part was true. Yeah, it is your favorite price. Yeah, until you call me, and then I high pressure you yeah. into buying yeah. stuff you never thought you would. It changes. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole different thing. 
but you can go to our video training page and listen to every episode of this podcast, or all you can stomach, and uh, I would give you this guarantee. The free videos on my website would be better coaching than you would pay any other coach in America any amount of money for. And if you ever have a question, you can always call me. So um, that's how that works. Now, in order of importance when you negotiate things verbally before you write the counteroffer, here we go. Are you ready, Ronnie? Number one. Number one is the amount of the down payment. You must find out the amount they're putting down because that is not changeable. You can't counter the amount they have to put down. Not the amount they are putting down, but the amount they could put down if they wanted to. The more it is, like cash is 100%, that's a better offer at the same price than 5% down would be. So you know that. So I would make a little cover sheet to negotiate these things. Next is the purchase price. So that once you know the down payment and the purchase price, you, you don't talk about any other things until they are the winning bidder or the, high, the, worth, the person you've agreed to do business with at that price. Then it is the earnest deposit amount and its non-refundability. After that would be as is. Um, so ED, which stands for something else, not just <laughs> earnest deposit anymore. There's new stuff. Out there. There's medicine there's for new that. stuff. You, can, you stuff. can take yeah. a pill. Yeah. There's a pill for that. Yeah. And then there's the uh, as is, which means uh, you say, I don't like to write this in, but I like to say to the buyer agent, I just want you to know there is no scenario in which my seller will be making a repair of any kind, no matter how small and we're not going to renegotiate the price based on any findings you have in your home inspection. So you do your home inspection. If you want to back out, of course you can. And if you don't back out, if you do ask for a repair or try to renegotiate the price, the only sound you will hear is me laughing at you, not with me, with you. Do you understand that completely? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I, I do. I, myself, I want to make personally, a, I, I understand <laughs> you that. understand that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then – then we go to uh, close of escrow day and then uh, any other weird stuff like the lawnmowers included or the stereo system or the refrigerator personal or post-possession or something like that. Weird stuff. So the moral of the story is we don't need to agree on any of that weird stuff if we can't even agree on the close of escrow date. We don't need to right. worry or talk about the close of escrow date if we can't even get them to agree to buy it as is. I don't need to talk about as is to somebody who doesn't have enough earnest money, who who knows they're a flake and would back out. So I don't need to talk about the earnest deposit to anybody who we can't even agree on the price they're going to pay. And I'm not going to negotiate the price with somebody who's too broke to have the down payment horsepower to avoid a appraisal coming in low or something like that. So if you just do things in the right order, as a fearless agent, you have pr no problems at all other agents do. So that's the that's the moral of that story. Any other questions and, you have, James? Yes. Um, I wanted to ask you about... By the way, your seller's happy? Dan's approach. They are thrilled. They are, okay. Yeah, and that's why I want to turn them into a raving fan. Um, now, obviously, I didn't need testimonials to get that listing, but mm -hmm. I guess they can come in handy at some, sometimes. Yeah. So <clears throat> um, wh wh what should I do specifically in terms of um, to get them to write a testimonial yeah well wait till it's uh, wait till it's closed 
Okay. And then I, what I used to do is I would send them a letter with a $200 – it was 100 back in those days, but today it would be $200 Home Depot gift card because if you're moving and you don't go to a Home Depot within 30 days of moving – you are not a real American. No. <laughs> I think you're going to be in a Home Depot. No. So that's that kind of works for everybody, and they have a Home Depot in every town. Um, and in that letter, ask them to write you a uh, email with a um, a testimonial, and just kind of coach them on what you would like them to say. Um, some people are not good writers, um, but but it, whatever happens, happens, you know. But if you can collect some okay. testimonials and then you can put them on your website, you could put them on your LinkedIn profile, you could put them on your Facebook page, you could, uh, you know, use it on a brochure if you have a, a hard copy brochure. Okay. One thing's for sure. We really do do business completely differently than all other agents. When you first start your coaching pro- program, Bob, you're not sure how if those words have a lot of substance or it's just a slogan, but they are not empty words. <laughs> everything we do is different. No, than everything you did different. on that transaction was completely different than every other realtor in your entire town to the benefit of your seller and actually to the buyer. For example... As is, when I say, let's say Ronnie here is the buyer agent. He actually was the buyer on one of my worst listings ever. As <laughs> Remember is. Remember the mold and the, oh, it was and colorful. the dog poo, and the, yeah. or it was cat poo, and the water was leaking on the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ronnie bought it. So, um, but if, uh, what was I going to talk about? I can't think. Oh, as is. So if I do, as let's say Ronnie's the buyer agent, and... Uh, uh, I'm the listing agent. So if if Ronnie asks for a repair and I am crazy enough to allow my seller to make the repair, then it closes escrow. I get paid. Ronnie gets paid. Everybody's happy until, until. that repair turns to poop and it wasn't repaired correctly. Now, when the repair that I allowed as the listing agent, my seller to do goes badly which agent is going to get the call from the buyer? Oh, everybody. Oh, no, it's going to be Ronnie. They don't even know my phone number. They got Ronnie on speed dial. Yeah. They're going to be calling Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie calling Ronnie, you right after I get Ronnie, the call. And I won't take his call. No, you won't. But Ronnie has his checkbook in a quick draw holster, yes. and he will be doing what I call hush money. How much of, is it going to cost to shut you up? Buying some appliances. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's, that's how that goes. So it protects the buyer agent. So never allow a seller to ever make a repair. There are no exceptions to that. Get a new buyer would be a better better way to go. Right. All the liability in real estate is on the buyer agent and repairs is a great way to take on a bunch of extra liability that you don't need. Do we have time for dating tips, Ronnie? Now on the <laughs> way over here, James, you're gonna love this. Are you single, James, or are you married? Single. Oh well this is right up his oh, alley. Yeah. Oh James. <laughs> this will be good. Now now there's a new dating and now normally we have my partner Patty, who's super hot, by the way. Yes. 
Ronnie can attest. Just noticed that, that she's very, very hot. Didn't notice. And she, we talked about her dating problems. Now, Ronnie, not quite as hot as no, Patty. No, <laughs> I think it's fair to say, Ramon. No. Would you? Well, he's alright. But he's on a dating app. What's the name of the app? It is called Hinge. H i n g e. For those of you who are unhinged, you can get the app. Now, how old are you, Ronnie? I am fifty-two. So Ronnie was showing me pictures of fifty-ish women. And they were attractive, I must say. Yes, some work out even. I'm married, so I don't care. But he's he's he cares. So then, read some of the mar- now. This is we're going to tie this into real estate marketing. What not to say in your listing? <laughs> so read the, well, read here's one book. says I'm I'm a regular at working out. Okay, irregular. You no, know, no, irregular. Irreg- not is irregular. you're irregular? I'm irregular at working out. <laughs> Uh, another Ronnie, caption by is, the way, also goes to the gym with, that has ashtrays on the treadmill. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, same as my high school. Uh, next caption was caught in the act with her putting some makeup on her eyelashes. I'm not really sure. That's what it says? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm not 50. What if <laughs> I told you that I'm not 50? <clears throat> so we're going to What if I told tell you, you that I'm truth? not married? I'm going to tell you the whole truth, <laughs> but I'm going to start with a lie. <laughs> So now, what now? What what would your profile say, Roddy? Uh, what what does my profile what say? What would it say? Um, let's see what it the says. One here. in your head, the honest uh, one. The honest one. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually, uh, me and a buddy of mine, Todd, were talking about doing an, an honest right. profile. Yeah, where, that's the know, one I want to know. Yeah, you know, like fifty-two-year-old broken spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> um, you know, incessantly insecure, mm-hmm. asks a lot of questions. You know, <laughs> gets lost at the mall. Hello, George Costanza. <laughs> yeah. All this could be yours. <laughs> All this could be yours at one you low, now, low price. Willing to be unemployable. That's that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We'll we'll concern you while mowing the lawn or doing any kind of uh, all natural. Yeah. This is the real me. That's I haven't right. had any work that's done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is all uh, myself. Potentially vegan. It's <laughs> <laughs> water faster. <laughs> oh my goodness. Will not mow lawns. <laughs> Will not. Oh my goodness, James! You're supposed to laugh at all this. Is Jay? Oh yeah, he dropped off. Yeah, is he still James. with us? I told him to please start he, laughing oh, at any joke. I think he broke up with We're us. We're killing each how, other. This is how the hinge goes for That's me. That's right. That's how we do. Ron, who? Now Ronnie and I met. I'm going to tell him the story about how you and I met. Oh yeah. Now this is like on a, unhinged. No. Okay. No, we went to this. <laughs> we were both realtors, what and was we it went called? to we went to a thing called managing goal achievement. Oh, we managed it. Yeah. yeah. So you had to – now, he was with a different – there was two offices full of realtors there, yeah. my office and his office. I never met him before. And uh, we we had to get up and give a little a public speaking thing about yeah. uh, Goals. who we were. And, yeah. So, like, I get there and, you know, like my goal is – what's my goal? I, I don't know. I, are we going to have lunch later? I'd like to have lunch. You know, maybe it's a, a beverage oh. would be nice. How about some coffee? So So Ronnie gets up. Tell him what you said. Um, my goal was to start liking the stuff that I had um, rather than wanting to get new stuff. And uh, at which point I shared a story of how, how judgmental uh, you were. How, ju- <laughs> how judgmental. Others. But yes, judging other people, but also uh, my experience of, you know, my work experience when I first arrived here, my, one of my first jobs, and how, uh, how grateful I was that I wasn't doing that anymore. But uh, my main goal was to just not quit managing goal achievements and to complete the course. 
because I was that enthusiastic about setting goals. And, uh, and then I immediately turned to my partner, Coraline, <laughs> who called us on the way here, and I yeah. said, he's my guy. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. is my new yeah, guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Sandy Moore. So we've uh, been best friends ever since. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And nothing good has come from that, but nothing. still, we are nothing. friends. <laughs> so, James, uh, what would you tell anybody who's thinking about signing up for fearless agent coaching? That they can't afford not to. Right. And it's way more than webinars, podcasts, all that. If you need someone in a crunch, Bob's the, the guy. And you may not be able to get a hold of your broker, and they wouldn't give you the same advice anyway. So. Now, if people want to send uh, referrals to Tampa, Florida, you can call James Wheeler toll-free day or night at 813-285-1229. Is that correct, James? That's it. Is uh, that the same number you call for manatee tours, by the yeah, way? Yeah, if you want to get a manatee <laughs> tour. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a humanity. There's a there's humanity. somewhere there's a, a manatee named Hugh. Hugh, that would be I'm awkward. sure of it. Hugh the manatee. Hugh the manatee. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> all right. Well, once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Oh, we got to plug Ronnie. Ronnie Ham. Not only the funniest man alive, but also a realtor. You can call in Phoenix, Arizona, land of the blazing sun. You can call him at 602-577-7766. Or if you're lonely, single, and (laughs) 50-ish, height, weight, appropriate. That's what we're looking for. Low standards. Low self-esteem, low standards, willing to put up with quite a bit of Blurry eyesight. A lot of blurry eyesight. Yeah, Yeah. somebody with a big, thick lens. Thicker the better. That's right. So uh, call Ronnie, and he will help you out. And until next week, I want you to do – oh, please give us a five-star review of this podcast. In spite of the For the love of everything that's pure and good. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, until next week, do what we always do. Wheeler knows what we do. We always have fun. We always humble after we know all this amazing stuff. But most of all, gang, be fearless. Bye.